Good morning, America and the rest of the world, thanks to this international episode. Also, good evening and afternoon. This is Lauren, one of the hosts of Idol Nation. I'm just here to jump in and say, we're going to change things up a bit in the coming episodes. We're not going to cover every single contestant, only the ones that we really like. And we're going to create fun segments that you won't necessarily be required to watch American Idol prior to listening to this podcast, even though you should because it's the best show ever created. So I hope you enjoy. Also, stay tuned after the little outro music for a special surprise. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Lauren. I'm Laura. And this is Idol Nation. We are back with another week of hard-hitting content from your favorite show, American Idol. But I guess we should get started with something that's not so exciting. Mistakes. Yeah, we made a few errors from last in last week's episode that we need to make sure we clear up for the fans before we move on to, to episode two. Yes. Last week we mentioned um, two of our favorites, Colin and Zachariah, both from the same small town, Armory, Mississippi, not Arkansas. I don't know yes. where we got Arkansas from. We were both on the same Arkansas page. They're in fact from Mississippi. So Colin, Zachariah, when you listen to this, sorry about the confusion, but we're very excited for both of you to rep Mississippi. Yes. And I will say you just made an error by saying that they were two of our favorites. I will have to say <laughs> Colin is not one of mine. Sorry. It's okay. He, but you, you thought he did good. He did do well. Yeah, I think he did. He wasn't Speaking bad. Speaking voice a little. He wasn't bad, but he definitely wasn't one of my favorites. Another error that we um, found out we made thanks to your comments and remarks to us was there are actually four platinum tickets this year. One was given out on the first episode. One was given out on last night's episode. And the first was actually given out at the American Music Awards, which aired on November 20th. People had sent in three videos from three contestants and america actually voted the winner was elijah mccormick and you're not going to believe it he sung a country song i wonder if we're going to meet him during auditions or you know if we'll if we'll meet him before hollywood week somehow i feel like they'll be like after the third one they might say something like and in case you missed it this year we gave out our first platinum ticket at the American Music Awards. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah. so that was an interesting move. Um, one more thing. I made a mistake. My mom corrected me. Katie is not actually married to Orlando Bloom. They're just <laughs> partners, I guess, but they have a kid together. So whatever. Yes. Nice catch, mom. Thanks for keeping us honest. See, we're not afraid to um, admit our mistakes. Absolutely not. And we hope that you'll weigh in and provide us more examples of what we've done wrong during this coming week. Hey, it shows people are listening and we appreciate our listeners. Yes, we do. Let's kick this off with segment one. It was Caroline Cole. How did you feel about this woman? I thought she was an interesting choice for the first person of the night. Um, If we're talking about fashion, I hated her pigtails. And thought that that totally, it was, her pigtails were totally distracting me from her talent. 
And yes. I think she has a good voice, but I don't think she did her best. Um, and I was surprised that Katie was so gung ho about her, but we'll yes. see. I think she's talented, but I wasn't wowed. Yeah, she sung Firework by Katy Perry, and Katy actually mm-hmm. sung with her. And yep. after um, she was done, Caitlin, Caroline, Caitlin? Caroline. Okay, thank you. Caroline said that was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. So that was pretty cute. Um, another thing on cha- on her fashion, she had a huge gold chain. But I think the most shocking thing about her were her numbers. And on Spotify, she has 272,279 monthly listeners, which is more than any, like her Spotify numbers outweigh or like higher than her Instagram, which that's a lot of listeners. Wow. I didn't realize her Spotify numbers were so high. I wonder why her Spotify listeners would be so high, but not her Instagram followers. But we. I think the youth are on TikTok. Uh, (laughs) For real. I'm not kidding. You're probably right. You're probably right. Interesting. I I don't want to dig into TikTok though, because it's going to be too much. Also, she's a social media manager. I would think she'd have more followers, but maybe she knows a secret that we don't know. And that's why she's got more people on Spotify than on Instagram. Who knows? But she does have how many Instagram followers? Um, Almost 35,000, which is high. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right now of between this week's contestants and last week's contestants she's number two with the high or number three with the highest followers so yeah she's up I'm, there. Really, I'm really excited for what after auditions when we can start telling you how much these people's instagram followings have jumped because <laughs> even from last night this is crazy i know it is pretty interesting to see um i and and like will that growth predict their success on the show like it if if those people aren't voting Right. They won't get so far. So I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? And some people recently admitted to me that they actually don't even vote on the show. <laughs> Who was it? Me. It's <laughs> Laura. <laughs> it, it was me. But I'm going to start voting now. Thank God. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Laura, for your patriotism. <laughs> Moving on to segment two, John Wayne Hatfield. Oh my goodness, John Wayne, where do we begin? Well, maybe we should begin with the Grandpa Ray. And then I have a personal connection story. Yeah. Um, Grandpa, I I started crying before John Wayne even started singing. I started crying before they even got to the hometown story. I thought, like, as soon as he walked out, I thought he was just like the cutest teddy bear. And then all of the pieces of his story were just so sweet and I I cried every time I rewatched it like I'm a I'm a big John Wayne Hatfield fan yeah I right when I saw his grandpa before I even heard any part of the story except for that his grandparents raised him I already went ahead and started crying and then I found out that grandpa Ray actually had a secret that he was gay and he kept this from John Wayne Hatfield we can't just say John Wayne because the actual John Wayne. Um, <laughs> and like his John Wayne's grandpa, Ray, actually told his grandma a long, long time ago 
that he was gay and she said she still loved him and they got married. And I think that just shows that at the time being gay was even more like, I don't know, like you, it wasn't safe at that time to even say that you were gay. It's not safe now in like many places, especially Florida, Mm -hmm. but um, Mm -hmm. my connection is my dad actually came out pretty late when I was 26 and he had been married to four women before that. So he, um, yeah, it definitely wasn't the situation Ray was in, but he did. I'm glad that Ray was able to express himself to at least his wife. And his mm-hmm. grandson, but it, it was, it's just like, still like just such a sad story to not be comfortable being who you are. Yeah. Wow. And, and the other sad part was when the grandma died and like that whole part of his life, even with his secret had ended and he really had to like figure out his next chapter and for John Wayne Hatfield to help grandpa through that. And, um, oh. and then he was just so proud and I loved the judges were so proud of him and the song was great. I mean, it was so sweet to write a song about sweet gay grandpa Ray. And yeah. um, I just, it was like the whole entire segment with him was just so heartwarming. I agree. I will say there were two other special things that happened in that performance of Tell Me Ray. We saw our first Canadian tuxedo of the night worn by grandpa Ray. <laughs> he did, um, he did. Also Lionel mentions Hatfield and the McCoys. You know what that is? I think it was a TV show. Really? Maybe. I thought that it was just this thing. It was like a theater lunch experience and like outside of Dollywood. That was like truly one of the like most expensive and worst theater productions I've ever seen in my life. But maybe it was a show before they made that strange dinner theater thing. I'm looking at it. With like a family feud yeah, between was West Virginia and Kentucky. Okay, so it was a show. But by the way, mom, I know you're listening. I did enjoy the experience because you were with me, but we both know it wasn't the best. So I thought that was interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yep. More to Google later <laughs> on. But loved his voice. So excited for him. Um, I think he's going to do really well. I think top 25. Wow. Yeah. I don't know about that, but I do appreciate his story and I love his um, grandpa Ray. He only has 609 yeah. followers on Instagram as of last night. So he doesn't, I'm, I honestly didn't even look him up on Spotify because I assume he didn't have anything up there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely like him. I like how accepting he was. Maybe we can end up calling him JWH if we want to stop <laughs> saying John Wayne Hatfield. Um, and that's that. Moving on, we had a commercial break leading into our next segment. Ashley tinkered and she gave me a lot of inspiration because she's the one who applied 15 times. Yes. I was in charge. She did. Um, how do you think that she did like how to do that 15 times? Yeah. Howard, what did you think of her performance? Well, first of all, I think that she was just so nervous because she had been yeah. waiting for so long. She's for like, since she, I, don't, I don't know the math about how many times she applied and then the year that she said she first applied didn't actually add up, but maybe she submitted True. two applications one year. She yeah. sung You Hurt Me First. I think that her she was nervous, and, you, and the first time she attempted it, I think you could hear it in her voice, but the second time around, I thought she did a lot better, and you can tell she has some, like, mm-hmm. powerful vocals. 
she did follow us on Instagram. She's our first contestant to follow us. This is the most exciting moment of oh my gosh this season's Idol Nation history. And I believe we need to give her props. <laughs> so shout out to Ashley. Yay! Hopefully she's listening to this too. That's so exciting. Yeah, I, I mean, she was so excited, so grateful, so happy to be there. I appreciated that. I'm I'm curious to see what they do with her talent because I think she's talented, but she might need like some direction in the songs that she chooses. But yeah, um, and I also felt like her her part was so fast. We didn't really get to spend a ton of time with her compared to other people. So I feel like it was a little frazzled, but I think she's going to do great and excited that she finally made it. I agree. Um, this is the first time Luke said no. There was another time where both Katie and Lionel said yes, but Luke said no. So Luke's being a little picky. <laughs> and he remember, is. ladies and gentlemen, if you've had some bad luck in the dating field, 15th chimes a charm. Try to go on 15 dates this month. And I believe the 15th will stick. Right? <laughs> 15 dates is a lot in one month, but you just need a, one good one out of 15. That's true. And the trust. Or 50. Who knows? <laughs> Report back. Okay. There. All right. The yeah. next one is Minutia. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Segment five, Kaylin Hedges. This girl was all over Instagram. You want to take it away? Wow. Okay. Kaylin, at first, I what wasn't sure what we were getting ourselves into. She she was giggling after every single thing that they said. And I was like, I hope she's really talented. Like this could go a lot of different ways. Side note, I love Lone Star. I saw them in concert in high school. <laughs> Very oh. Florida. So I love Lone Star. Um, great song. I thought it was an interesting choice just because it's like probably 20 years old at this point, but it was definitely heartfelt. Her dad's in the army. He's always been deployed for a whole chunk of her life. Really, really sweet. And then she blew my socks off. She sang so well. And for being 15, she had an incredible voice. And I thought she did a fantastic job performance. And I'll stop there and then get your reactions. Yeah, I think her voice is like absolutely amazing. Her dad, I think, I don't know if he ended up going into the army or deployed for the reason to send her to New York so that she could actually chase her dreams at a young age, which was like truly like the biggest sacrifice, legitimately risking your life to help your daughter's singing career at age five. So mm -hmm. that was like, that was remarkable. Uh, her voice was honestly so good. Like I think that she could, if, if this wasn't today's America win, like based on talent so far but you know how things go she's not a country sing well she's in a country song um one thing I will note about fashion she is 15 and she was wearing like a crop top that was very like her belly button was showing I don't think I did that in fifth grade when I was 15 I definitely didn't do that when I was 15 but that whole yeah. reunion was really sweet there wasn't a dry eye out eye in the house Oh my gosh, not a dry eye. Um, so for the listeners that are just listening but haven't watched it, her dad shows on a clip and says how proud he is of her and then pops up in studio to surprise her right after her audition. She had no idea he was going to be there. And then her mom popped in and had also no idea that her dad was showing up, her husband. 
and it was a beautiful reunion. I mean, it was just so sweet and I'm going to start crying talking about it. <laughs> yeah. For a while I was like, how do they arrange that with the U.S. government? Like who messaged who? But then I realized she probably just told him, dad, I'm going to be on auditioning at this time. And then he probably found a way to make it to the yeah. show. Like I was like, how did they make it work? But I'm sure he can talk to her. Yes. Yes, that was so it, it seemed that way. No, that was a really great story. And she got a platinum ticket, which I think she absolutely yeah. deserved. Yes, that was our third platinum ticket of the season, if we count the one yeah. from the American Music Awards. Yeah, so, I, I'm so excited for her. Me too. We have one left. Moving on to our next performer who actually did get a chance to sing, Michaela Stacy. Before we get started on what her song is, can I just quickly say something that I wrote down? Please. Um, so just a quick backstory, Phil Stacy was originally on American Idol a few seasons back mm-hmm. yes. and, and he, um, his wife went to labor when he was auditioning and they had the baby. So at first Phil Stacy, Phil Stacy was a first person blast from the past transitioning into a familial blast from the past because the, the contestant now Michaela is a familiar of the blast for the past, but then we learned that Michaela was also brought to the American Idol recording as a baby, making her a first person blast from the past herself. And then Paula Abdul comes in, giving us our first former judge blast from the past. So this was like inception. <laughs> it really, it really was. There was a lot of integrated storylines and how Michaela at 16 has now gotten onto the American Idol audition stage. Yes. You- there was one detail of Phil, is that his name? Yeah. One dad, uh, one detail of dad's story that I was curious if you noticed and or remembered from that time. No, what? It said he was from Jacksonville. No, oh. <laughs> when it like showed a clip of his actual audition in 2006 or whatever year it was it said that Jacksonville was his hometown now it's Michaela is from Wichita so they don't live in Jacksonville but whenever he was auditioning allegedly he was from Jacksonville thank you so much it really makes me feel happy to know that this is where he was from so I really appreciate you bringing this up it's probably the most important thing we've shared tonight so so i hope that excuse me i just this episode is sponsored by paul's throat lozenges you can have relief oh my gosh okay i just went down the wrong pipe anyway um i'm excited to see what information you find about phil stacy from jacksonville florida okay moving on to his daughter who actually sung but phil did play the piano during her song um she sang she used to be mine by uh sarah borellis love this song i thought she did really great she has a really big voice um and while i was listening to her i thought she did phenomenal but i thought we are hearing a lot of these same like big voice. I'm going to say girls because they're 16. Yes. And I, I think you and I both like 
more folky girls and we really haven't seen a lot of folky girls yet when there is usually a handful during auditions based on the previews from from next week i feel like we'll be getting more hipsters more folky people just more less country less like ballads i hope so um yeah i see i'm looking back at our list and i wrote down um child as kaylin hedges um her job and i see that Laura has changed it to high school students. So this, I feel like we're going to be making a chart about this at the end and there's no room for jokes here on this spreadsheet. <laughs> I, I saw that you put child and it was before I got to that point and I was like, why is their occupation a child? Do they have something to do with children? And no, it was just because she was young, but okay. I liked it and it made me laugh. Okay, good. Just making sure. So do you think she'll make it far, Michaela? Michaela. Um, yes, I think she'll make it far, but you know what, since there are a lot of these girls with the same kind of like big voice vibe, she'll, she's going to go up to competition during Hollywood week and there's only going to be room for so many of them. For sure. I thought she did a great job. Yeah. Okay. She did. And a lot more confidence at 16 than I had shit. She was crushing it. Yeah, all these people have like way more confidence than I I have to this day. I know. Okay. I know. I've been waiting all episode to get into this. So before we kick off to our next performer, they show us people from around the world who have auditioned. And we talked last week about there being people from Canada. Boy, were we (laughs) confused and ignorant. This year, we have so many people from different countries. And so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to hear the global talent. But I wonder, like, if they're not American citizens or, like, North American citizens, like, is it, are half of America is going to get pissed that these people are coming in and (laughs) going to win our, like, our competition? People are going to say that it was rigged, just like January 6th. Yeah, I, I, it was so nice to see all of those contestants. I'm curious if we'll actually get to meet them for real and know which ones make it to Hollywood week and see their auditions. And I do want to hear more about their stories because I think you're right. They're, they, they're probably not coming straight from South Africa for this audition. They probably live in the United States and have lived in the United States for a handful of years. And maybe there's some kind of requirement there. Like you have some tie to the u.s or you know in order to audition that'd be be great to research what the requirements are for auditioning i've never done that but um yeah it's really exciting and and we only got to meet one um international contestant last night but i do want to say one thing about the other one other international contestant that we didn't get to see yeah which one jefferson i think he is cool. Like, I oh, like yeah. My favorite, but we didn't get to hear him. And like, yes, he had so much energy. I want to know what percentage of people who don't actually get like any footage on the auditions make it during Hollywood week and beyond. Like, well, I'm we confused. will be able to figure that out <laughs> when we watch every episode from all time and like, the- oh, no, out. I mean, no, I mean, we'll be able to figure it out yeah. for this season. But yeah, it's it, it, it is interesting to see who they show in auditions yeah, and then who we meet in Hollywood week. And then sometimes there are people we don't even meet until like the last 
um, part of Hollywood Week or when they're in Hawaii. Like, there's still people. There's so many people that are in Hollywood Week. How many people go to Hollywood Week? I want to say it's like 150. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. I, I think it's a lot more than we think. And it's way more than we actually see during auditions, for sure. You're right. 100. Wow. That was a good estimate. 100? And then 40 contestants will perform in front of the judges for the final round. So I really hope we see some of these international folks because they looked really fun and they sounded really good. So it's 100, then it goes to 40, last of Hollywood, Hollywood, and then I think 25 go to Hawaii. Maybe. We'll circle back on this. Or if we're okay. wrong, why don't you just tell us? We do have a mega fan. His name is Jonathan Lowe. Hey, Jonathan. He, hey, Jonathan. He provides us with a lot of information and you might hear clips from him in the future. I'm sure he'll tell us the details that are missing here. Yeah. And we'll, we're tracking all of this. So when we get to those weeks, we'll definitely have the final numbers to be able to see how the group has dwindled down and changed week to week. But that's a good heads up. So j just for context, we've already heard we've seen 22 people in two weeks of yeah. performers. So I, just I don't think there's five weeks of auditions oh, to see hundred. I don't know how many weeks of auditions. It's just so funny to see your face get so serious. Like when you talk about this, like anyone else cares or like, don't worry, we're going to let you know exactly how many people are like, see. That people do care. That's why we're number 167 on uh, Apple Podcasts, TV after shows, which I think is a true accomplishment. Yeah, it's exciting. And we're just, yeah, there's so much data to, to crunch. Stay tuned. All right. Let's, let's talk about this person who really blew me away. Do you want to get, yeah. I still don't think I can pronounce their name. Uh, yeah. So our, our, the one international contestant that we got to see last night was from the country Georgia, Georgia is how she pronounced it. And of course, Luke being from the state of Georgia <laughs> says go dogs. And she literally has no idea what she is. He's talking about. Yeah. And it was funny and very awkward, yes. um, but she was really sweet. Very beautiful. Um, her name is Nunsa. Just one, one name like Madonna, no last name. Um, and is a performer so she's doing this for her life and but now lives in dubai see she lives in dubai that makes me think she's not an american citizen yeah i'm gonna look at the qualifications and we can talk about this in our next episode um but she's saying lady marmalade which was great she did a really nice job and then they challenged her to sing another song and i can't oh um she sang a whitney houston song yeah it was really, really good. Like when she, they told her to not move. Mm -hmm. Then when she like controlled her energy, I thought that she was a super talented artist. And she's like also really, really pretty. Yeah, I thought she did really great. She definitely surprised me with how talented she was. Um, It'll be interesting to see how far she goes. She's definitely, she definitely can sing. Hopefully she doesn't overdo it in Hollywood week and she just kind of uses her talents and doesn't go crazy and then can go pretty far. Yeah, I agree. I'd also like to see if we could get a map that shows what parts of the country people are most voting in because I oh. think it's rural America and like 
I, I did the past few years they've been all country winners so like I don't see this person or anyone from a different country winning that's a really interesting hypothesis <laughs> yeah and it's a shame because she was so interesting she was just like fun to watch um when Luke said told her to say go dog she said go dongs I don't know if you said <laughs> that but the people it was just so awkward. I know the judges liked it and then it actually reminded me of donkey donkey <laughs> okay no it's not minutia it's donkey tongi oh tongi and then it's like he, she was saying go tongi so that's what i was thinking about anyways i'll do a quick fashion report she was wearing um cards on her shorts which is like in line because they were performing at or she was auditioning in Las Vegas. I thought they were cool shorts. I do too. I didn't have a lot I of I thought she could have I thought she could have worn something like so much more over the top. So I actually really liked her simplified, like cool white blouse. Yeah, it would have been shorts. if she would have like upped it anymore combined with her personality, it would have been way too much. Yes. Yes, it would have. All right. We're moving on to our last and final contestant. A Wait, one, one last thing about Nuta. We didn't mention she has 352,000 oh Instagram followers. So yeah. even if those people are the ones voting for her and rural America is not, that is a shit ton of people to have be following her on Instagram. She is the highest person that we have right now on Instagram followers by a landslide of the other contestants that we've seen i was shocked when i saw that and did not do a deep dive into her instagram profile but that needs to be noted but if she if i assume the majority of these followers are international not from the u.s and they can't if they can vote oh and they can't vote they just well, need to still, make this a global competition so many people they can also be robots but still that's a lot of bots and let it be known, I am all about having people from other countries come to be on American Idol. I'm all about <laughs> diversity, but I'm just saying it's an interesting situation that we're in because it is a first. Sure. Yep. And the show is called American Idol. I know. But if it was called funny. anything else, it would be something. It would be fine. Anyway, moving along. Okay. This was the bit that I loved. Okay. Yeah. This was, okay, you, you tell it. You loved it so much. I, I got such a giggle out of Katie was headbanging to oh someone singing. I can't remember who it was. Oh, actually, I don't think we like officially have met this contestant. No, we didn't. But they were playing guitar and Katie was headbanging so hard that one of the tracks of her weave fell out, like her clip-in extensions. And she clips it on Luke's head like a mullet and has him sing Achy Breaky Heart, which he crushes. Like, I love when Luke does his little performances. He's so talented and he's so funny so that had me dying and then he takes it off of his head and then she puts it on Lionel and I wasn't expecting that <laughs> and I just lost it like I thought that was the funniest it just shows like how goofy they are and how much they really enjoy each other's company and I just loved it so much. yeah I love it that was like a perfect moment to like highlight their best friendship because like Lionel just looks at the camera like he's like oh no it's not happening and then he's like it was really good. It was so cute. This is a nice way to end the night. Before our last 
contestant of the evening. Wait, I don't know if they said this or if it's something I made up, but I wrote down mullet mania in all caps. And oh no, they they did do like a little recap of all of these all of these contestants that they've met with mullets. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna start tracking the mullets as I track the Canadian tuxedos. Um, I like it. One more quick thing before we swing over to our last and final contestant, which was a emotional experience. Um, Mm -hmm. The country boy who works on the farm that was a truck driver. Yes, Cody. Cody Wangler. He was wearing a Canadian tuxedo in his his hometown backstory. So that's two for this episode. So that makes um, six for the season. Wow, it's a lot. (laughs) And we're just getting started. Yes. Okay. Now for the final, um, the final lesson of the night. This was Trey Lewis. He was a funny guy. He was a funny guy. I really liked his personality. I think it was um, Lyle and Richie before Trey even sang, or he was just like coming in, warming up. And Lionel was just like, oh, I love you. Like he was so into his energy. I, and I, just, too. I just love that. Me too. Yeah, he looked he he's like a sweet guy, looks like a good time. Again, mullet, that's kind of what led into his performance was the mullet bit. Um, but I thought another big teddy bear, and then he opened his voice to sing Stone, which I wasn't familiar with that song, but I thought he did so good. I agree. I wrote down that I thought he sounded like OAR, um, but oh. Lionel Richie said that he sounded like Chris Stapleton. So I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, so and I got, I got yeah. Luke Combs vibes. Okay, I don't actually know who that is, so I can't, but I have been hearing about him a lot. Yeah. Um, he, I wrote down he kept his eyes closed like the whole time, which Arthur mm-hmm. Gunn also did, and they told mm-hmm. Arthur Gunn that he wasn't allowed to do that, so... Apparently and he, and he kept his hands in his pockets, which I think it was so emotional that he like had to do that to get through. But I can see them yelling at him the next time he keeps his eyes closed and his hands in his pockets when he's singing. Yeah. So after he performed, it was a stellar performance. Um, the judges like asked him about like his backstory because he had mentioned that he had gone through some hard times. And then mm-hmm. he referenced that he was um, the reason like he's like so connected to his hometown is because he was actually involved as in like at school during a school shooting mm-hmm. and the school shoot, the shooter ended up entering his classroom after he killed like eight students mm-hmm. um, and, or he killed 10 people um, and they were his friends. So what like a trauma to experience at a young age. Yeah, it was um, really, really sad. That was a turn I was not expecting at all. And then as he's sharing his story, you could see Lionel and Katie and Luke all getting emotional. And then Katie like totally breaks down and just starts screaming about gun control and all of this violence in schools, which is totally warranted. I was really surprised, honestly, that they aired that. Yeah. but it's important too because it's happening every day and it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was super emotional. Not what I was expecting. No. And like after he was done like sharing his story, it pans over to Katie and her eyes are like blood red and she is bawling mm-hmm. looking at the camera saying like America's failed us. 
blah, blah, blah. And, and when she was like on her little rant, which was important, um, and so vulnerable. And I'm really grateful that ABC actually aired that. Like, I don't know if all mm-hmm. channels would. Um, he was comforting Katie. Like, I know. He ended up saying, I will. And she's like, you like be the champion that like American needs or whatever. And he's like, I'll do this for like my friends, like Santa Fe and you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> what a guy. I'm, like, I'm going to cry now. I'm just thinking about it. I know. Yeah, it was really sweet. Him um, like being, I'm sure he's had to do this for the last few years, like being um really strong and being there for other people and he didn't break down he was strong for Katie and you could tell he was just such a stand-up good guy and then uh, the other part that was sweet Lionel and Luke were then also supporting Katie and they were like rubbing her back while she was going through a tough time it was a quite a way to end the episode I'm sure that like she would be a, a advocate for like gun control regardless but I think since she had Daisy she probably yeah. like, experiences like these types of she experiences life differently yeah um, totally and then they did something they've never done before they all came up to him to like give him his bullet ticket and they like it was like the closest they'd ever been like any contestant when <laughs> they all three said like you're going to <laughs> it was so it sweet. was really sweet it was really sweet and Luke I like I think he just really admired Trey and at one point he said you're perfect like I like when Luke is he's not the most like forthcoming judge with those kinds of comments and so when yeah. he says it you know he really means it and like something really touched him um and again just another really sweet moment I agree I, I wish that they would not end the night on these like devastating <laughs> stories because then we have to like be like, well, and that about wraps it up. But it it was like a really good way to end the episode. He was he was good. Yeah. And it And that me. was week two. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, one more quick thing. I just really appreciate how like they are not allowed to jump in and kind of talk about like political issues and things that are actually happening in the world i'll refrain from what i wanted to say about luke bryan inviting ron DeSantis to his concert in florida and i'll save it for a different time but i don't want to turn any any fans away now who are listening from those rural areas well what do you mean they're not allowed to talk the contestants or the judges talk no about i i appreciate that that like they'll bring up something like gun control or like someone's like sexuality or like sexual orientation, you know? Yeah, I was, I mean, and this was a big episode for doing those things. And I don't think we really saw that at all last week. So that's a good point. And again, it's on ABC, sponsored by Disney and the Disney family. Interesting to see highlighting all of this diversity. And I like how the judges point out those stories for viewers of like, you know, grandpa ray the lesson that's in the story that's told there and the people that are watching if you you know are hiding something or wanting to be your true self like there's always time to do that and i like how they tie it all together i just really excited can't believe it's week two um happy that we've had folks listening and checking in on the podcast and Hope everyone's enjoying. If there's any suggestions, we're open. And as the 
the weeks change their themes. Our format will obviously change right now. We're just trying to get to know the contestants and make some fun predictions for the rest of the season. But as we get to Hollywood week and Disney week and beyond, obviously our commentary and observations will be very different. So yes. looking forward to that. And we do hope to have some audio clips from y'all. So if you are interested in like submitting anything, please like just DM us. Um, okay, now it's time to reveal the winner of this week's contest for their review. The winner is Jacob F45. I was thinking we could like sing the review. Yeah. No, no singing. Could we do it in an accent? <laughs> we have to highlight the review. You can try. Go for it. I don't want to sing because someone will listen to this and realize that I really truly have am like completely tone deaf. Well, Jay Cobb F40 F45, we realize we should have discussed the winnings prior to this show. Since we know you live in DC, you'll be getting a free drink ticket. Jess is our biggest fan so far. Prove us wrong. Be the bigger, biggest fan. And no pressure though. We come with love. All no right. Pressure. Well, Jess, oh my gosh. Well, Jess, everyone is Jess. Well, Laura, this has been a great episode. I learned a lot. Who is your favorite person of the episode? Oh my gosh. My, my, uh, talent wise? That's usually how it goes. I know. I know. I liked, but I liked a lot of them. No one blew me Um, away. It can be talent and how you feel about them as a general person. Gosh, this is a hard question. I am tied right now between Trey and John Wayne. John Wayne Hatfield. Hatfield. I think John Wayne. I think John Wayne um, was my favorite. Um, I think he's a talented songwriter, and I think he's a a really talented singer. Like a a double threat and I think he has a really sweet heart I mean so does Trey I don't know so torn no. I'm gonna go with um Grandpa Ray as my favorite of the evening <laughs> I'm just kidding but I will um I hope he goes I really hope he goes to Hollywood and follows him all around I think I'll pick Trey which is crazy because I never pick a country person Wow. But you know what? I think although Trey sang like a country-ish song, I think he'll sing different songs. I don't think he's going to stick to the country genre. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. Or it's going to be that country that isn't poppy country. It's going to be more like a rugged country. Yeah. And like they were both different from the country guys last week. Wow. We're seeing a lot of the same kind of these like rugged country boys. Maybe you didn't notice this in the past because you like that kind of music, but me, I've noticed it every season. It's always like this. The country chops the charts. This That's is me. so interesting. But maybe yeah. they just show up during the auditions to suck you in. And then during like Hollywood week, a bunch of other random people show up. Maybe they're just showing us country people. Well, I can tell you, not everyone's going to get sucked in by that. <laughs> I know. Okay. We just popped back on to give our um, favorites, and now we are only allowed to record for one minute left. So I'm Lauren. I'm Laura. And this has been Idol, Idol Nation. Nation. Okay, perfect. <laughs>
This is New Fan by Jacob F45. I hadn't watched American Idol in years, but Lauren and Laura inspired me every day at F45. So of course, I wanted to be cool like them and see what the hype was about. Suffice to say, after one episode of Idol and one of Idol Nation, I'm hooked. Love hearing their honest and witty remarks and observations. I'll be tuning in each week.